Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D. As always, I'm your host, Tyler. Uh, unfortunately, it's just me today. As I mentioned on Twitter last week, I didn't know if we'd be able to record a new episode for you today. Till and I live in a state that's under shelter-in-place advisement, so we're not coming together to record for the time being. We might figure out how to have him call in remotely if this will last a while, um, but in the meantime, I didn't want to punish you by having nothing for you to listen to, so I've gone ahead and pulled two segments from past shows, one a pretty technical discussion on encounters per day, and the other on a pretty relevant topic, healthcare and diseases in your D&D world. Uh, both are really great discussions, and I was still amused listening to them again. I hope you are staying safe and healthy wherever you are. If you're still playing D&D, I hope that you are utilizing tools like Roll20 or Discord or even Skype and not gathering in big groups in person. Um, make sure to check out some other D&D podcasts while you're practicing social distancing. There's lots of live play out there to listen to. A couple of the shows that are like ours, um, but just wash your hands, stay away from people, and enjoy these two segments. How much has to happen before you long rest? Well, you gotta fuck up a lot. You gotta fuck up a lot. So, I'm pretty sure... We're gonna talk about encounters per long rest. I'm pretty sure the rules suggest five to six encounters. What defines an encounter? That's the big question, right? Mm -hmm. There's a great table in the Dungeon Master's Guide that gives you guidelines on deadly encounters, easy encounters, medium encounters, whatever. What about an NPC encounter? Does that count? So... That is a great question. Does that expend your resources? I think the rule the rule is basically, does it expend your resources? Okay, interesting. So I'm going to find that table because it's, uh, it's good. Hold on, everybody. Okay. Where is it? Fucking kill me. Running the game? Combat? Nope. Up. Go up on here. Hold on, I'm going to pause this. Okay, hi. And we're back. So I'm specifically talking about combat encounters. I thought you were going to do it. I thought you were going to do back again. I'm unpredictable. Um, creating encounters, page 81 of the DM's guide, starts with XP thresholds by character level, telling you easy, medium, hard, and deadly encounters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then this crazy math... <laughs> to determine how challenging something is going to be. Just quick <clears throat> quick on this kind of topic. Mm-hmm. Do you always do XP awards, or do you eventually just hit a point where it's milestones? For? For awarding XP, or getting people the, levels. You get, you get XP for the monsters you kill, mm-hmm. and then I give you roleplay XP and bonus XP. I, I hit the point where it's just milestones. You're done giving XP out? Yeah. I'm thinking I think, about I think about level... 12 I just said we're just gonna I'm just I'll tell you when to level I think about it like every session but it's still fun to get XP it isn't it isn't like sometimes I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like you know they fought this thing they fought this thing they did this you know they did all this stuff but that's still I mean there's six of them that's not enough experience to level and they I really feel like they should have leveled at this point yeah I, I I dig what you're saying but I just feel like XP is fun um but <clears throat> up to a point, like maybe level ten, you just start going to milestones. It's up to your DM, but I want to talk about long resting and encounters. Go ahead. Page eighty four, the adventuring day. This mm-hmm. is where I'm at. This is the main reason I want to talk about this. Okay. Um, 
assuming typical adventuring conditions and average luck, mm-hmm. most adventuring parties can handle about six to eight medium or hard encounters in a day. If the adventure has more easy, you can get through more things, right? Adventuring day XP. It has an average per day, per character experience amount. Okay. Basically. So we're level 16. What should we be getting per day? 20,000. Holy fuck. Isn't that like almost the level? That's that's half the way, I think. Right. I think it's 30,000. Adjusted level. XP per day per character level 1, 300. I'm pretty sure that's, that's level. the level. Yeah. So the, Level in a day. The adventuring day. So they expect, they expect a campaign to take, what, 20 days? They, the adventuring day basically states the average adventuring day that you could survive leveling every one to two days. Fuck. You would burn through so much. Just think so of like a, uh, a berserker barbarian. They would they exhaust themselves to death. So, right, right, exactly. So this is this you know most of your parts can handle, right? So wrong. In, if it's one vacuum day, yes, right. and I have infinite time to rest afterwards. Yeah, sure. But if I go bam, 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 three days in a row. If I'm traveling on the road, I'm dead. There's no way around that. You have you, like, unless you can long rest. Guaranteed town safe long rest. In between them. Because if you can, you can guarantee long rest, replenish your stocks. If you can't long stocks, rest. You're fucked. Fuck, man. Can you, so we haven't done we haven't done six encounters in a day. I, I don't know of ever. Just think how long that session would take. Yeah. Well, it would be a multi-part session for one day of adventure. Fuck. Just think how hard that would be to keep track of. We take off every other week, and we always find a good place to stop. Just think if we stopped in the middle of a rest in the middle of the woods. Yeah, exactly. You'd be, you would be not even in the middle, in the middle of a short rest. Yeah. You'd be like, okay, you guys finished that encounter. Awesome. We're going to short rest. Cool. All right. After an hour, more shit's coming. We'll pick up next week. Fuck. Yeah. So this thing, this, I, and this is my query. Why I bring up the adventuring day is I, I'm fairly certain abilities mm-hmm. are balanced around that number. Really? Yes. The way I see it, like, a lot of abilities you get once per day. A party's abilities. You are one part of a party. Yeah. So, you use your once a day ability. Okay, can we look up what a what a medium encounter for our party would be? Uh, okay, so a, a medium encounter. Yeah. For, what are you, level 16? Yeah. For four level 16 characters, and there's five is, the, is there five? Is, is 16,000 XP worth of stuff. Okay, so that's a challenge rating, what, 13 monster? I'm going to find Something out. Something along those lines? I'm going to go to D&D Beyond, and I'm going to go to monster had it. game rules. It's over here. Oh, monsters. Oh, fuck, shit, fuck, balls. I hate the new, I hate uh, this yeah. so D&D much. D&D Beyond, if you're listening, we don't like the don't format like anymore. Let's go to challenge rating 13 to 15, 13 to 16, whatever. We'll pull something up. There's an adult black dragon, 11,500. Not Holy even close. Holy shit. Right? 16,000. So it must be level 16. I bet 16 is that number then. 15,000. So, a so cha- yeah. approximately a challenge rating 16 so, thing. So a medium, is a medium encounter, encounter is a challenge rating your level. Approximately, yes. Of a party of five people. This this assumes three to five people so, for yeah. medium encounters. Yeah. Right? So determining the XP thresholds for the encounters is actually some weird arcane math if there's more than one monster mm-hmm. you're fighting. Like, it might double the threshold or whatever. Yeah. So fighting six to eight adult, black, adult dragons. black dragons in a day, technically you can handle it, according to the Dungeon Master's Guide. Do you think so? Back to back to back to back? Or all at Short once? Short rest in between. Tops. Actually, Maybe. You think so? Yeah. You think so? I think it's possible. You think me hitting you with 
the breath weapon. I'm going to tell you why right now. A, oh, this is adult blue dragon, by the okay, way. Okay, fine. Adult blue dragon. A, two of a party have evasion, mm-hmm. which would help a lot with mm-hmm. that situation. Mm-hmm. B, it only has, what, 270 hit points? 225. 225. I do 20 to 40 per hit, and I'm one of yes. five people. But it can take legendary actions. Yeah, I agree. It gets one of those after a person And it's takes multi-attack gets to use three attacks plus rightful presence. Yeah, so it's gonna one. it's gonna hurt, but I don't think I would have to expend a great deal. I'd have to expend stuff to fight it. Right. Yes. So you, can you get through the sixth one? That, that'd the be the question. One. I think the question for somebody like a ranger or a rogue or a fighter, I'd say that's not the issue. I think the issue is spellcasters. Can they get through all right. of them? Right. Can you manage your can resources? You manage this your is what I'm talking spots. about. Yeah. I think resources are balanced to be managed over the course of an adventuring game. And I think you would have to know that you're going to be encountering six in order to manage effect. Because if, if you say, here's an adult blue dragon. Well, this is the only thing I'm fighting today. I'll well, deal with this tell now. tell me this. So aside from the fights with the big bads that we've had that are deliberately hard. Yeah. Um, you guys fight about one or two things in the event, in a given adventuring day. At Sometimes most. Sometimes nothing. Sometimes yeah. nothing. It makes it easier if you only fight one thing in yeah. a day. Yeah, right. so. Right, I yeah. feel like that's a pretty safe statement to me. Yeah, we don't really dungeon crawl or anything. We have to f- go th- room to room and kill everything in the you room. You guys are past dungeon crawling. You're even if you did like a high level like Dungeon of the Mad Mage dungeon crawl, like yeah, like we don't, we just don't do that. I think if we did that, it'd be much different. Right. Well, that's, that's not what the adventure is, but I think your abilities become more powerful if you don't have to use them that often. Yes, absolutely, I agree. So, so if the... I can blow all my highest level spells because exactly. I know it's the only that's time exactly I'm doing what it. Exactly. I'm talking about. Instead of, okay, I'm going to save one of my sevens. I'm going to just use a three. I'm going to lightning bolt this thing instead. I know I'm going to get a long rest after this, so I'm going to... Let's do it. Do it. I'm going to go deep as fuck, right? So I feel like I don't know if that's the proper way to balance a thing around, oh, we know they can technically survive six. But no one's going to say, no one's going to expect that. No one's going to expect six adult blue dragons to just show up in an order. Guess what happens next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you take six blue dragons at once, that's the other That's question. called a gauntlet, my friend. That's called impossible for our level. Uh, no way. Let's say that, because they get their breath back on a five, five and six. six. So two of them will have it back every turn. On average. Yeah. 19 DC in that deck saving. Yeah, what's it? 50, 66 damage. Uh, Boom. Uh, 66. So 132 around, almost guaranteed. Well, and if you technically if you multiply it by five people, right, they're dealing 700 or 650 points of damage every bam, round. Bam, bam, bam. To bam, your total bam, health bam, pool bam. of 800 whatever. or whatever yeah. it is. Like they're gonna, they're gonna, they're win. gonna kill you. They're gonna win. Right. Yeah. So that I, I take umbrage with the math on this. And I see people talking about it a lot, like, well, well, your players can survive six encounters. Who the fuck is doing six to eight medium encounters? Medium yeah. encounters, which we just established. Let's go. Let's go. It says medium or hard. No. Hard. Hard for 16th level. Okay. 40, 40, times 5. 23,200. 23,200. That's got to be a 20th level challenge. That's got to be a challenge 23, 20. 23,000. I'm just going to jump up in my. 20 to what? 23? 17 to 20. I was going to say 20 I'm, well, I'm going to start here. That's well, okay. Let's look 20. at twenty. An ancient brass dragon, twenty-five. So that's okay. just over. So probably so, a nineteen. So right around a nineteen, somewhere between nineteen and twenty. Nineteen, twenty-two thousand. Yes, okay. just around nineteen. That's a hard encounter, and it says you can survive six to eight medium or hard encounters. Uh, this would be no problem. This thing's only got one hundred eighty-nine hit points. Yeah, we could do that. 
Legendary resistance, magic resistance, regeneration. We could do that. Dominate monster. I, in fact, I'd be willing to bet. What's its AC? 18? Mm-hmm. I, bet we, I bet we kill it in a round. One round. I won't have time to use all its shit. Legendary action. Casts charm person. Okay, well, see, now that might change things. Legendary action. It uses infernal command. Each ally can't be frightened. That sucks. Teleport. Legendary action. Even still, I, I think we could take it in a round. At will, invisibility. That would be harder. Three times a day, fly. <laughs> that wouldn't affect anything. Well, I know. Invisibility, then I regenerate for a few rounds. Fuck you. I'd find it. Not if it teleports. I'd find it. Listen, yeah. The, the point is, they say, yeah, yeah, I can do Okay, fine. You can kill us. Sure. Can you kill it six to eight times? Probably not. Depends. It's, it's it'd be very challenging. It's weird balancing. I don't I don't sure agree I like with it. the balancing. No. I don't agree with it at all. But I it, it's something to say for people. I'm saying it for people to ask themselves, DMs especially, if providing. And I ask myself this question: If you're really making players only fight once a t- once between long rests, are you giving them sort of an unexpected and unintended advantage over encounters? Maybe. Should we be throwing more monsters your way? I don't dispute that. Actually, I I. Even if it's one encounter, but it's layered. Yeah. Monster shows up, kill it. Monster shows up, kill it. Monster shows up, kill yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Like a like I mean, a be good. like a boss fight where it's yeah. wave, 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 wave. Um, what was I gonna say? Because if I'm just thinking off the top of my head, I can do. We'll say like a ranger rogue. I can do probably somewhere between fifty and seventy damage. That includes a sneak attack. Yeah. Right. Fifty seventy damage in a round. Um, which I normally get the sneak attack because I I'm an assassin. So mm-hmm. I, and I have a plus eight to my initiative and advantage but on the But after the first attack, you need an ally. Yeah, which right. normally happens because we've got a monk and uh, another uh, rogue that's a melee character. Did you sneak attack lob in that duel in the invisible. second round? I was invisible. Oh, right. Because darkness. Yes. Um, which is another way I'd probably get advantage. But Daylight. Fine. But um, I do that, and then uh, we're all somewhere in the neighborhood of you know 40 to 60 damage in a round mm-hmm. between its three attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, uh, Drew does, you know, 10 on average per hit, can get three to four. So we'll say three, so he'll do another 30. Uh, and occasionally Ruck will acid something. So, and you're, do. so I mean, your we damage can, output is fine. Yeah. But your survivability. Different story. Different story. If you get hit by the but things. if there's just one thing, only one of us taking those attacks. Remember the, the, the spell... That the your big our big bads have it's called like steel wind or whatever yeah. where you get to bam 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 make an attack against yeah. everybody yeah that's what I'm talking about so if there's something that can hit everyone in the party in a round different story but if there's one creature focusing on one person we have enough healing and shit between us that that person could tank a fight no so problem so maybe it's not your ability it's your offensive abilities maybe it's your survivability it's yes. balanced around six eight yes. encounters because like like I said six dragons would destroy us in two rounds yes no problem but six dragons one at a time. We got a shot. We got a shot. Okay. Well, I just want to talk about balancing. Uh, I didn't want to learn it or solve anything, of course. Which uh, we didn't. No, of course. Quite effectively. Why would we not? We, we discussed. But. Yeeting. Porn. And porn. I feel like yeeting is a verb used in porn. I would definitely keep an eye out for that. Ear out. Ear out. Dick out. Yeet out. Yeet out, baby. What the fuck were we going to talk about this segment? We're going to talk about... Oh, we're talking about healthcare. Healthcare. Healthcare in D&D. 
this is more of a concept question session in yeah. my mind because I've always wondered this. That's a fair question. You're a cleric. Yep. You have access to cure disease. Yep. You're a paladin. You have access to land hands. Yep. How does a disease take hold Druids in a city? Fix it. Yeah. How does sickness happen? No, you, you, your answer off air was perfect, right? So assume non-magical sickness. How does it really take hold? Yeah. I, does it, it? It doesn't. And I think that's the wonderful thing. Unless, you know, you're in a place. The only thing I can think of is you're in a place like. like where no one has access to magic? I was going to say, like, you're in an evil place where they charge for it. Like where clerics will not heal you for, for less than 50 gold pieces. Or where a paladin won't lay on hands for less well, than, you know. What level does a 20? paladin get lay on hands, first of all? And what level does a cleric get? Don't removed? paladins get lay on hands at level like two but, or three? Uh, is it remove disease or cure disease? I think it's cure disease. I don't sure. think it's remove anymore. Okay, listen, fucking game. Game rules, spells, cleric, disease. Detect, detect poison disease. Wait a minute. I think it's greater restoration that you need to oh, use. see, now, now that, this, this sets up a fucking barrier. Because it has a material cost. No! Lesser? <gasps> Wait a minute. Did they solve this problem? Oh, no, they? lesser restoration. Shit. Yeah. I'm like, one of them does. All right, lesser restoration is a second level spell. Yeah. So that means you have to be a third level character. Yeah. Right? That's not that hard. It's not that hard for us. Not that hard in general, but go ahead. It's very hard for your average humanoid existing yeah, in the world. I don't think I've ever made a fucking world. Like, I don't think I've ever made an actual city that hasn't had at least a third level. If you ballpark the number, the ratio of third level characters yeah. to everybody below that, third yeah. level plus versus everybody below that, okay. what is that? One in 20? Cool. 5%? Great. 5%. Easy. That's fine. They're yeah. not all clerics. Somebody, that's fine. Somebody's diseased, quarantine them, the cleric will get to them. And once they're healed, move them out. It's but that's people aren't that smart. Disease, they don't know how to quarantine diseases. They, they well, quarantine you, they pick up the disease. It spreads. How many classes are there? Ten? One, two, three, four, I five, feel six, like a lot seven, of classes eight. have lesser restoration. Uh, plus, there's nine plus the stupid one. Oh, ten including art, Artificer? Artificer. What's the stupid one? What's Matt's stupid class? Bloodhunter. Bloodhunter. There's ten. So say one-tenth of all level three plus. That's one-tenth of five percent. What right? are other people with lesser restoration? Paladins have it. I think Rangers have it. Oh, that's a good point. I think uh, restoration Druids have it. Is a oh shit, it's a Bard cleric, Druid, Paladin, Ranger, Artificer. Yeah, Life Domain, Oh, and a Warlock, Celestial. Warlock, yeah. So one, two, three, four, can, five, six. A lot of people can cure disease. Seven, seven out yeah. of ten. Yeah. So seven tenths of five percent, right? Three point five percent of all humanoids can cure can lesser restoration specifically, right? So. You know, so if it was a big city, no way a disease catches no. foothold, but right? I think that happens in smaller cities, and I think that's a great hook, actually, is this small town, uh, a mining community of a couple hundred that take care of a local silver mine, you know, they have disease yeah. run through, go help them. Grey lung, because the silver mine. Yeah. But here's the question. So I'm they I'm the hero. Metal in their I'm the cleric in my party. Say I'm the only one who can cast this. Yeah. And I'm third level. Yeah. And I get tasked, hey, why don't you go to Silvermine? I'll call yeah. it the town. They have a disease. Dozens of them have inflicted. I only get two yeah. or three second level spells. Find, you have to go. That's it the takes hook. You have a to go lot find, of time. Or you have to go find the actual the cure. The cure, right? It takes a lot of time. Long enough that people might die. Yeah. But it's still not going to spread and become a pandemic. No. Right? 
It's not going to be Black Plague levels of shit. No. So. Because magic exists. Because magic exists. But this is my question. By virtue of magic existing. Shouldn't, and, the, shouldn't there be a magic disease? There's magic diseases. I get that. Set that aside, right? Wouldn't our world, wouldn't the D&D world, like, by virtue of this, be so much more advanced because they were never set back by disease? Well, so I was going to say overpopulated. That, but... Okay, that too. That's a very interesting point. Shouldn't all of our D&D worlds be overpopulated? Especially major cities. Major cities. Yes. Shouldn't they be like the mega cities in like Judge Dredd? Because that's exactly right. Um, London, France, right? Early on, you a sickness swept through and would call all the people. Yeah. Yeah. That just won't happen. You know, you get you're a you're a poor urchin who is diseased. You will still drag your dead ass to the temple, and they will, in time, you're good. Finger snap you in a major city, not yeah. in a tiny village, yeah. right? So a, a major city would never be, how many times can we say major fucking city, will never be afflicted by a plague. Therefore, a metro, it'll be... A over, metropolis. Therefore, it'll be overpopulated. Yeah. Therefore, it will be hungry. But we can create food. Create food and water. We can create food. How much food can we create? doesn't matter. You can do it, though. And it's a, I think it's a first level spell. Create, short, create food and water. Third level Third spell. Level. Okay. Whoa, now we're talking. That's a fifth level but character? But still, I mean, you can make 45 what? pounds of food. Yeah. So you're feeding plenty uh, people. What do you expect to eat? Approximately less than three pounds of food a day. Oh yeah, much right? less. Right. Call it. Call it two. We'll call it two. Yeah. Call it two pounds of food per person. That feeds say twenty people. Yeah. Right. If you just cast it once. Yeah. But third level. That's a fifth level person. That's low percentage. Again. That's low. Again, still. What I'm saying is. It goes bad after twenty. Aside hours. from, you know, the normal grain that you're harvesting. Um, Metropolis presumably has a large farming community as well be outside of the city. So But if a pestilence like a like a like a, a grain plague is not a disease you can see, cure now that came yeah. through. So yeah, a, a horde of locusts, locusts runs through. Yes. That's a different story. Um clean water though, create food and water, the water does not spoil. So I could just be constantly making thirty yeah. gallons of water. We would never have a water supply okay. issue, right? What if you enslaved somebody Soylent and green. only let them know those spells? Soil and green. That's what would happen. Like what's the movie Snowpiercer with the roach protein? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so, what are the consequences of that? If your city always has clean water, infinite, the population is never sick, mm-hmm. really, in mass. Right? I'm not going to cure you if you have the sniffles or yeah. whatever. Um, and you really aren't going to run out of food. What is the consequences of that? What are the realistic consequences of my perfect healthcare system in my D and D metropolis? <sighs> I mean, people live longer. Uh, you know, so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, no one's dying young, so they have the chance to live full lives. You know, you'd have a very strong military. I mean, you say dying young, but cure disease wouldn't be curing things that would afflict you because of age. That's why I said you wouldn't die young. Um, you still die of old age, but... Yeah, but there's plenty of things that we survive now into into our like sixties and seventies, whatever, that are because they're managed. Like if I have high blood pressure yeah. or high cholesterol or yeah. something, I take a pill, I manage it. If somebody there in D and D has like a bad heart, cured rest, less restoration isn't gonna cure it. They're no. still gonna die. Yeah. Right? So you don't it's not modern medicine. Right? No. But they might start living into their forties and fifties. Yeah, absolutely. And again, so that could create like this just very well regulated society. Or it could create, you know, like I said earlier, like a, a mega city from Judge Dredd. Yeah, where doesn't it create where everybody millions of people just in this small area? Right. You know? Everybody wants to come to your city. Like, you know, what? why are we out here in the fucking burbs with 
disease yeah. and sickness, when we could go in there, there's always food. There's always going to be a job of some kind. They've got clerics to cure us. You know, I'm going to become a cleric. Yeah, I'm going to go to the temple and learn to cure disease. I'm come back I out here. Like so many bum people fuck would become clerics. Yeah, like why aren't there more in, in reality? Like, let's logically follow this conclusion. If you're the guy who has the power to cure my disease or whatever, I'll think you got to touch sick people. And I don't want to touch sick people. Yeah. 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 You get used to it. All right. So, this is the big burden magic diseases. Yeah. In Mommy re- rots are spraying so through the town. So, in real world, right, if you have an um, antibody, a disease will, resistant diseases will mm-hmm. breed. Yeah. Right? If I introduce an antibody, it, the, those will all die except for some. Those are resistant to that one. Then they're resistant to another one. They're resistant to another one. Resistant to another one. I think that's really, aside from the alchemical creation of an evil lich, kind of how a magical disease would start. It would start as something else entirely. Restoration cures it, but then a little bit hangs on. A little on. bit of magic hangs on there, and it doesn't get cured, and it spreads to something else. It becomes a magic-resistant, magical mm-hmm. plague. Yeah. Right? That'd be fun. And that would wipe out a lot of people before. How would you cure a magical plague? You have Wish. to go on a quest. Yeah. You have to go on a, you have to go on a quest, because greater restoration. I'd say, like, I'd say, like, greater restoration could fix it, but then... It, it would could come back as something else. Great restoration is a curse. Yeah, ability score you, reduction. You can change hit it. point maximum. Charge. Petri- charmed. Petrified. Exhaustion. So this honestly, greater restoration is like symptom curing more than anything. Yeah, but I, I would say that the next step, but after lesser restoration, would be greater restoration. I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to the. Um... Like I would say, anything that lesser restoration can cure. Greater restoration can cure. I, I would say that. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Know it's not no. Hundred no, percent. Sure. But like a magical disease. Is not specifically stated. So it's got all these spells tar- that are tagged healing. Um, Raise dead, obviously. Yeah, that could work. Uh, do you know what? There's regenerate. not. There's not a lot here for for magical diseases. I feel like regenerate could fix. Kind of like more of a physical healing. No, though. but it's kind of like you know Deadpool. You know, as long as he has his regeneration, he's, he's not going to die. Not going to die. So from if you have somebody constantly casting regenerate yeah. on you, which is it's seventh level yeah, spell. Yeah, it's not gonna be. That's found a thirteenth level character or something, character, right? Yeah. That's insane. Uh-huh. Uh huh. See me tomorrow. So that would be the plague of your mega city. Mm-hmm. Would be a magical plague. Yeah. Your your small towns are still gonna have diseases. They've thrived for so long, but now there's this fucking thing that's super herpes. Yeah. It's well, and actually, that's or super gunner. I mean, rather. no, 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 no spoilers. If you are currently or uh, planning on playing Tomb of Annihilation, uh, just. Close your ears for a hot second. That's kind of like Tomb Annihilation. Um, yeah. Where there is a thing that is causing people to die that, you know, have prolonged their lives. Yes. And they can't it, take, they can't be resurrected or healed yeah, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, and if you had at any point been resurrected in your life, like, that starts to get undone. So I think that's exactly what you're hitting right here, is that idea that there's something out there and you have to then quest to stop it. All right, spoilers over. Welcome back. Hi, yeah. Hi. Hi. Um, I don't know how we signal it. We're not. Yeah, we can't. We can't signal it. You know, they're just gonna have to. You're safe now. Yep. Um, but there's also the diseases that are made by mal- malicious characters, mm, bad I w- actors. I would love a fucking rogue mind flayer that's left the colony to just abduct people and turn them into mind flayers in like his secret lab somewhere in like a mega city, and just have those guys turn fucking. Yeah, but they would become so they're selfish and wouldn't help him unless he's super powerful. Just, I guess. I'm just saying, I would very much enjoy that. Like, 
I, I don't even think he needs to be. That's the best part about this. It doesn't need to be the most powerful bad guy. Just somebody, maybe like a druid run afoul and like poisons the water with a magic disease and people take it in. They can't purify it. And like, you know, blah, 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 blah. I feel like there was a prestige class back in the day that was it the defiler or something. Yeah, it was evil druids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were nasty motherfuckers. Just fucking sick of it all. Like the even the the fungus spore druid. He's supposed to be like kind of a healer sort of thing. Perfect opportunity to spread a spore based magical ailment. Right. This is really up to you as the DM to like what what's my fucking magic disease? Is it is it necrotizing fasciitis plus necrotizing fasciitis plus one? <laughs> this level of disease. <laughs> it's uh what's some other first horror? level cancer plus one. Is there cancer? Yeah, but again, it's just a disease. So. Side note, heard on the radio. Might not be true. Help me out here. Pirates didn't wear eye patches because they lost eyes. They lost eye patches so they had night vision in one eye. So when they went below decks, they could swap the eye patch to the other eye. I did and not they know could that. See, it's like, I've never heard that before. But that makes so I don't much doubt sense. Doubt it. Makes like, so much sense. Like, I don't know how well it would work. Like the human eye has limits. Like it, I, it, I understand. I've tried it. Like if you if I you know you wake up in the middle of the night, yeah. you have to go pee, cover one eye. Yeah. You sit there like when you turn the light off, you can still see better. Not yeah. great, yeah. but better. Like I think it definitely has limits, but I could see that as a and it also it's intimidating. Yeah, People right. All right, macular degeneration, ma- magical macular degeneration. I I would say probably the toughest thing is like how do you cure something like a uh a physical ailment like multiple sclerosis in a child like that's not really something you cure yeah like, right does its mind suddenly align itself what, that's my that's my question what is a disease that lesser restoration cures mummy rot <laughs> yeah right mummy rot sure easy but like you know is is a mental illness something that gets cured Ooh. if your child is like severe severe you know i i don't know what term I'm looking for but like a severe retardation of some kind can i can i lesser restore Ooh, yeah, can I lesser restore cerebral palsy? Yeah. Or is that kid fucked? Non-contagious conditions. See, now that's different, and that's something that I don't think is addressed by magic. Yeah. Uh, you know, genetic conditions like um, Could you cast regenerate psychosis. On? I guess regenerate would work on somebody with it's, a it's bad, for, bad it's not, and stuff. Yeah, probably. Well, restoration might work on bone stuff, like scoliosis, yeah. where you have the fucked like, up thing. If you thing. cast regenerate on that, I'm, I, think, I think you should fix it. Maybe. But if but if you had a but if you had a genetic condition like you're mixing a chromosome exactly you're predisposed to something or you you know you're um what's what's some other not psychosis like bipolar I can't fix that with magic yeah, no. right so where's where does my magical healthcare system end and that with person the artificer that per- who's making medicine in his lab and then shooting people in the face who he can't cure yep. right you're cured with lead <laughs> just dead there's actually a movie coming out to that effect. Uh, I don't know. No, it doesn't matter. But, um, yeah. I think more people should consider the story opportunities in the practical implications. find this rare herb that a druid knows can heal this issue. Yeah, our town is beset upon by a magically resistant whatever, and we need you to do this. You know, our cleric, our cleric, is, our cleric who's curing this disease, a regular disease, no problem, but our cleric was kidnapped. Go save him. Right? I like that. Little things. Where where in the healthcare system? If you're so a doctor, so somebody's trying to spread disease. Cleric comes to town, and starts fixing it. They kidnap the cleric. Yep. So the disease. Imagine spread. in your real world, if all doctors were because suddenly kidnapped. Because they're a pharmaceutical corporation oh. that wants to sell the medicine. 
There's snake oil salesmen selling cocaine as the cure. Yep, there it is. Woo! So they started their own disease. I like it. They infected a, a vagabond with mummy rot who then touched somebody who touched somebody who touched somebody who touched somebody. I like it a lot. All right, well, I think we learned some really interesting things here.